One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm about to dive in on the fact that it is not the woman's job to plan the wedding. So at the top here, I'm going to say, obviously, I'm speaking to um, a pretty heterosexual trope of women doing all of the wedding planning and the man, the groom saying, okay, I'll just show up because it's her day. You know, we always hear it's the bride's day. And as long as the guy gets himself to the uh, front of the ceremony in one piece, he's done all he needs to do. Um, but we are putting a stop to that. <laughs> and I'm going to be referencing uh, bride and groom a lot throughout this episode. And I apologize for that. But um, I do think a lot of the theory applies to uh, couples of all um, all genders, all sexes, um, wherever you are, if, if you're not in a bridegroom relationship. But I'm specifically speaking to that trope of the woman in a heterosexual relationship being told that uh, wedding planning is her job. And as long as her husband-to-be uh, shows up and isn't entirely, you know, drunk, um, that's it. That's all she's going to get. And we hear this all the time in a ton of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of. People will say, oh, yeah, well, you know, my fi fiance, he's just not really into this whole wedding planning thing. So I'm kind of doing it myself. And that is BS. <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous that uh, men can just say, oh, yeah, I'm not really into that. I don't really care. Um, and just opt out. And by default, that means the woman has to be into it and she has to do it. So as you can tell, I am very passionate about this and I'm about to dive in. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Let's get to it. So 
It is absolutely not the woman's job to plan the wedding. Women are not obligated to plan the wedding. We don't have something special in our brains that makes us really good at wedding planning. Um, Despite what you see in all of the movies, not every little girl grew up thinking about her wedding. We don't all have binders or spreadsheets or Pinterest boards. We didn't run around with veils on. Um, That's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, contrary to that, even if you did, even if you are or, you know, you're marrying the the type of woman who did grow up always planning her dream wedding, who has the spreadsheets, who has the Pinterest boards, Um, you know, even if she loves it, she loves the idea of wedding planning, or you love the idea of wedding planning, it doesn't mean that the woman should have to do it alone, because it still is a ton of work. I've said this before, but a lot of people compare wedding wedding planning to a second full-time job that you don't get paid for, that you actually have to pay a lot of other people for. And that is absolutely ridiculous that we are putting that on the woman in the relationship just because society tells us that all women dream of their wedding day because of course your life is not complete until you marry a man and someone validates you and tells you you're beautiful and uh, burn the patriarchy. Um, but that is not true. This is a horrible, disgusting trope that we need to get rid of um, because it's just, it's not true. Women are not um, obligated to plan the wedding. It is not the woman's day, the bride's day. It is both of your days. You know, in a heterosexual couple, it is the bride's day and the groom's day because the whole point of the wedding It's the start of your marriage, the marriage between the two of you. (laughs) That's the whole point of this thing. It'd be different if this was a sweet 16 party or a debutante ball. Then I could see, okay, it's obviously, you know, the birthday girls or the debutantes um, day, but it's not. It's a wedding day for the two of you. Um, It could not happen without both of you. So it is so silly and ridiculous that we pretend that it is just the woman's day and the man is like the accessory. Um, And we need to push back on that just, you know, not even in our, you know, in our own relationships, yes, but just wider uh, in the wedding industry. There are so many vendors out there who will only speak to the woman. You know, if the couple comes in to look at flowers, they'll just address the woman, totally ignore the man, or they'll send emails just to the woman, you know, just addressing her, sometimes even leaving the man off the reply in the emails. So many websites that speak just to brides, even though, you know, they're talking about things like food or flowers or decor that are, you know, to everyone that doesn't need to be something that only the bride cares about. And it's, and it's silly and it's ridiculous. And we need to uh, push back against that, not only to help out, you know, the women who are (laughs) drowning under all of this wedding planning while their husbands to be sit back and, and not care, but just to make things more inclusive. I think, um, you know, I'm very lucky. I am a, you know, cis hetero woman. So when I read these websites and talk to these vendors, they are addressing me, but I can't imagine how alienating it would feel to not be a cis hetero woman and to try to be, you know, in the middle of wedding planning and have all of these websites and vendors and TV shows and movies and Instagram everywhere, you know, all addressed and catering to the bride. That is gross. So as a industry, that's something that really needs to be pushed back on. And those pushes start, uh, they start with us. So pushing back on that in your own relationship, in your own communication, you know, when a vendor reaches out to you, if, if you're the bride, and you know, they're only talking to you say, Okay, hi, I'd like you to meet um, Leon, my my fiance, he's planning this wedding too. Um, I'd really appreciate if you emailed both of us or if you spoke to both of us. So let's do that. Um, And let's try to make this a more, you know, inclusive and safe and welcoming and happy space, not just for ourselves, but for everyone. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So one of the reasons I think it is so important for both the bride and the groom to be involved in wedding planning is because these are the lessons for your future marriage, for your relationship together. This is a huge thing that the two of you are achieving and you're working on together. Um, You're probably never again going to plan an event this expensive, this big. And I think that's that's a really great opportunity to, to work together and to learn some lessons and to do some of that prep work for your marriage. Um, The big thing around weddings is this is going to be a ton of money and a ton of family and a lot of drama and, you know, fights and feelings come up when we combine money and family. And those are things that really need to be handled together because they are the foundation for your marriage. So for example, you know, you have um, in-laws who are being super overbearing and trying to, you know, plan every little part of the wedding alongside with you. They want to come on all your venue visits. They want daily updates by email. Um, That's something that you might need to address now, because what does that mean for your future together? Will they be doing that when you have children or when you buy a house? Um, Same with finances. You know, how do you, how do you split up finances? How do you decide how much you want to spend on certain things? Who do you go to if you need to ask for money? What does your debt situation look like? How much debt are you comfortable taking? on? Um, How do you plan to pay for things? These are all questions that are kind of going to come up throughout your marriage and they're going to come up in wedding planning. So it's so important that you tackle those things together. And it's not just the bride in a corner trying to make everything work with your finances and with your, you know, both of your families and um, kind of depriving you both of learning those lessons together and figuring out how you're going to, to work together with all this. Besides just, you know, finances and family, there's also a ton that you'll learn about teamwork, about supporting one another, because there's going to be some stressful moments, about communication, how you communicate with each other, how you communicate with friends and family and vendors. So I think there's just a lot in wedding planning that really applies to your marriage. And it's so important that you do those things together and really start to build that foundation, ask the hard questions, go through those, you know, peaks and valleys as a team. Uh, I think it's just going to make you that much stronger in your marriage together and really um, help you learn those lessons. So it's not, you know, um, you're, you're at the hospital about to give birth to your child and you realize just then that, you know, your in-laws are a problem. Hopefully that's something you've dealt with and put up boundaries on uh, a long time ago. 
So let's get into the fact that um, a lot of, I, I can imagine, you know, you're sitting there listening to this as a couple, a bride and a groom, and the groom says, oh, but what do you mean? I always say, oh, what do you need help with? I'm always asking you how I can help. And I just want to put this out there um, to any of the grooms listening. When you come up to your bride and you say, um, oh, you know, what What can I help with? I'm, I'm happy, happy to help. Just tell me what to do. That's not actually helping. <laughs> Let me introduce this concept of emotional labor to you. So if you are coming up to your bride and saying, okay, what can I do? You know, just tell me what to do. I'll help. What you're telling her is, I am too lazy or too self-involved or whatever it is to take the initiative to figure out what needs to be done. I expect you to know what needs to be done. I expect you to know wedding planning backwards and forwards, to have the checklist and the timeline and everything in your head. And then I expect you to assign it to me, to assign the work to me. I'm probably going to complain about it. I probably won't do it perfectly. You'll have to follow up with me. And then I'm going to you know, accuse you of nagging me and checking up on me. Um, and then, uh, you know, it might not get done. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I won't know how to do it. So I'm going to come back to you and ask how to do it. Then I'll sit around for a bit until I realize you're about to explode from stress. And then I'll come back and say, oh, babe, why don't you just tell me you needed help? Um, guys, this is not helpful. <laughs> Men, this is not helpful. You need to step up. You need to be involved. It is not the woman's job to assign you tasks. It is not the woman's job to know exactly what needs to get done. Um, that's just, it's silly. You are, you are not helping your bride plan the wedding. You are planning the wedding too. Um, so women who are listening, go and tell your grooms this. You are not helping me plan the wedding. You are also planning our wedding. This is our wedding. Just like when we say, you know, a dad is not babysitting his kids. He's just watching his children. He's just being a parent. This is the exact same thing. A groom is not helping his bride plan the wedding. He is planning their wedding. So you are both involved. So it's absolutely ridiculous that we expect the bride to just know everything that needs to get done and has to be the one who, you know, does all the assigning and the checking up and making sure things are done and walking the groom through it. And you might say, oh, but she knows what she's doing. You know, she was in a wedding last year. She's in the Facebook groups. She's, I don't know, subscribed to the knot or whatever. Um, and if and if you don't know or your your groom doesn't know, it's time to learn. <laughs> All of the resources are out there. I promise nobody is born innately uh, good at wedding planning. It's not some secret that they, you know, whisper to girls while we sleep or anything like that. All of the information is out there. I promise a quick Google will show you tons of checklists and timelines. There's videos you can watch, I'm sure. Um, all of the information is available to you. It is not some sort of secret that only women know. So uh, it's time. It's time to get involved. <laughs> it's time. Let's let's do it, men. Okay, so by now, I hope you're on the same page with me, um, understanding that wedding planning is not the woman's job, that a groom is not just helping, but he's actually planning the wedding too, and that that is super important because a lot of wedding planning is the foundation work for your future marriage. But how do you actually get your groom involved? So the first thing you might want to do is get your groom to listen to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> you can just, you know, put it on in the car or one morning and, and see if he if he takes to it. Um, but you really need to have open communication. So obviously this is something that you're going to want to have in your relationship anyways, and definitely in your marriage, but you want to sit down with your partner and just explain what your wedding planning vision is and not, you know, explaining, oh, I want there to be tulle and white lilies, not that, the actual process of wedding planning. So sitting down and saying, hey, hon, 
when, you know, we're about to dive into wedding planning and I really want this to be a team effort. I want us to plan our marriage and plan our wedding together as a team, as equal partners. I do not want to be nagging you. I don't want to be doing all the emotional labor. I don't want to be the one with the checklist and the binders while you just, you know, ask me what's next. Um, I need you to step up. I need you to be involved. I need you to take initiative. I need you to be my partner. We are planning this together. And, um, you know, here's why it's actually not that helpful when you say, oh, what can I do? Um, because you're putting the onus on me to know what to do. And that's not fair. And that's not how I want to plan this wedding. And just have that conversation with your partner. Sit down, you know, sort of hash out exactly what what your expectations are. Um, and hopefully your partner is receptive to this and understands and isn't thinking, um, hopefully they don't give you the, oh, but I just don't care. Um, another thing, grooms, saying you just don't care doesn't help. That is just when um, when a bride comes to you and asks for your opinion and you think, oh, if I say I don't care, that, may, that means I'm easygoing and she can just make up her mind. No, 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 it means you are being lazy and you're leaving the decision making to her and you're not even taking the time to, to think critically and to give your opinion. So let's not do that. Um, but really explaining to your partner, the, uh, the work that's going to go into this wedding planning and how you want to divvy that up and how you want it to be something that you both do. You might also want to acknowledge that, you know, this isn't the way your partner was socialized. You can say to him, hey, I know you weren't brought up, you know, in a society or in a family or in a culture where the men do a lot of the wedding planning. Um, but I, but I need you to push back against that because that is silly for all the reasons we've already talked about. It is not the woman's job and um, you don't get to opt out. You don't get to say, oh, no, I don't really care about flowers. Okay, well, neither do I. So guess we're not having flowers. <laughs> like That's not how it works. Um, grooms don't get to opt out and women have to do the things by default. Um, that's That's not going to work. And, you know, if, if he's still pushing back or, or something like that, just remind him that, uh, you know, every day, same sex men get married and they manage to plan weddings all by themselves without a hetero bride in the picture. So it's not something that men, you know, innately can't do. Men absolutely can plan weddings. It's, uh, it's something they are very, very capable of. Um, when you actually are, you know, getting into the wedding planning, you want to make sure that you're leaving space for his opinion. I think a lot of, um, no, I don't want to say a lot. I think some brides will um, kind of shut down their grooms because, you know, we do hear of those grooms who are like, oh, I'm actually really excited for my wedding. I have some ideas. I've been thinking about it for a few years. And then they kind of, you know, jump in with their opinions or their ideas and they get shut down. And I think we really want to leave space um, not saying to, you know, coddle your partner or anything like that, but just leaving space for their opinions, allowing them to have ideas, especially if they are new to the wedding planning world, as they're doing their research, as they're stepping up to help you just be open to, to new ways of thinking and doing things, right? Like they might come in and say, Hey, I was doing some research and I actually think like, um, I don't know. I think we, don't need to do a uh, a brunch the next morning. Um, and you might have been thinking, okay, no, we owe like every wedding I've been to, there's a brunch the next morning, we have to do a brunch. But just take a minute, <laughs> take a step back, let your groom explain himself, see where he's coming from, and just be open to to new ways of doing things. I think that, um, you know, not only acknowledges your groom's contribution and his opinions, but it also might open you up to a wedding that is more custom to the two of you, if it really does include 
both of your thoughts and possibly something new that's not just okay that's that's what people do at weddings but might just be something that is is important to the two of you i also want to push back on this concept i think if you google um how to how to get the groom involved in wedding planning there's all these articles of like oh make it seem fun you know start with um cake tasting what what groom doesn't want to eat cake men love food the way to his heart is through his stomach and a bunch of other horrible cliches and i kind of want to push back on that um the idea that you have to kind of trick your groom into wedding planning by like dangling the fun parts in front of him that's strange to me that's like <laughs> that's like tricking your you know your partner into having a baby by showing them cute photos of babies and just ignoring the part about babies like not sleeping and crying a lot and having dirty diapers um, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I don't think you need to trick your partner into wedding planning um, by trying to make it more fun. I mean, you know, don't have a terrible time with it. It doesn't have to be somber and, and awful. But I think it's, yeah, it's not great. And why why should the men, you know, get assigned all the fun parts and then the women get stuck with the boring parts? Like, that's not fair. You know, we hear a lot like, oh, just let, let him uh, pick the DJ and let him plan the honeymoon. Like, no, I want to do that. I want to plan the honeymoon. I want to, you know, play fun music and, and put together playlists. Why should I be the one stuck um, gathering addresses for our invitations and sorting through um, napkin colors, you know? Like, I don't, I don't think we need to trick grooms into wedding planning and I don't think we need to give them just the fun parts. I think we should lay all the cards on the table say, hey, honey, here are like, you know, let's go to the not.com together, look at their checklist for a wedding. Here are the 45 things we need to get done. And then, you know, divvy it up how works how it works best for your relationship. So maybe that is, um, you know, you give yourself each, you know, I'll take 22 tasks, you take 23 tasks. Is that hopefully that's the right math. Um, maybe you do a bunch of things together. Maybe you have a giant checklist. Maybe you have weekly meetings, you know, however it works best for your relationship, but really making it a team effort that you are both contributing to. And when I say do it equally, I mean, it doesn't have to be on a list of, you know, 45 things. It doesn't have to be 22 and a half things each. I hope that's the right math. <laughs> Um, it doesn't have to be that. And, you know, you know your relationship best. So maybe it's a thing of, hey, honey, like, you know, you take on getting addresses from all our families while I mow the lawn. Or, um, you know, you call these 10 florists and tomorrow I'm going to go meet with the caterer and bring them the check. Or I'm going to put the baby to sleep or something like that. You know, however it works for your relationship. But as long as you are both contributing and you both feel that you're putting in, um, you know, effort and you're both planning the wedding. It is a wedding that represents both of you and you're both putting effort in and it's not something where you feel like it's all been lumped on your shoulders. And even if you're one of those people who, you know, you have dreamt of your wedding your whole life and you love wedding planning, it's your favorite thing. You have all the binders and the Pinterest boards and whatever else. Um, still think about uh, that point I made earlier about how a lot of the decisions you make during wedding planning are the foundations of your marriage. And, and don't take that away from your groom. Get, get him in there. Get him to, um, you know, learn about communication and finances and family right alongside you and learn how to take initiative so it's not your whole life, you know, he's just offering to help with the baby and help with the marriage. And no, 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 doing it together. <laughs> so the bottom line is open communication for all of this. If you, you know, downloaded this episode because the title really resonated with you, it's probably because you are feeling 
like, um, well, if, if you're a woman in a hetero relationship, maybe it's because you are feeling like you were doing this whole wedding planning thing by yourself and your groom is not stepping up how you need him to. And, and that, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks that that's happening to you. I'm so sorry. But um, it's, it's time to open up those communication channels and sit down with your partner and really explain how you feel, where you're at, where you need support, um, what you want wedding planning to look like. It is okay to expect more of your groom besides, you know, what we see in the media or what you read online. And if you're a groom listening to this episode, uh, well done, good for you. And it's time to step up. It's time to, to step up. Even if you think, you know, you're doing a really good job, um, check in, check in with your partner, see how they're feeling, see where they need support, take initiative, find out where you can be supporting them and just make sure that it is a team effort and that you are planning your wedding together and it's a wedding that represents both of you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a reading and review, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you can have a great meal without a centerpiece on the table. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.